Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to our podcast, Devos with the Davises. I'm Chad. And I'm Lisa. We are a family with real issues that have a desire to bring encouragement and hope to your family through our testimony and the empowerment of the Word of God. Now enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, this is Lisa. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast, Devos with the Davises. And I am so thankful and blessed that you're taking the time to listen. Thank you so much for joining me on here. Um, I've only been doing podcasts probably about once a month lately because our, number one, our busy schedules, we've got school started and um, football and all kinds of things going on in our home. So I've only been getting on here about once a month and only to tell you guys what I feel like God is saying when it's a word that I feel like is necessary to release. So Anyways, I'm on here today because I feel like God has given me a word that I need to release to you guys, and I think that will be an encouragement to you and to our nation and everything like that. So um, I'm going to jump right into it. Back in May of 2020, which was three months ago, I had this dream, um, and it really shook me to the core. It was really... um, very vivid, and God speaks to me a lot in my dreams. I know I've told you guys that before in one of my past episodes, but anyway, so I had this dream that I went into a college um, campus, and I walked into a lab, kind of like where, uh, kind of like a scientific lab, I guess you could say, where students were learning, um, and So I walked in, and there was a group of students that were standing by this long, rectangular, kind of like a table crib thing. And if you can imagine when you go visit somebody that's had a baby in the hospital, and they have the um, cribs that have, that are on wheels or whatever, but they have um, like a clear case for, that's surrounding the baby. So you can kind of see the baby as the baby's laying in the crib. Well, this was kind of like that, but it was a bigger version of it. And it was like a crib that was long and rectangle and you could see through the top. So it was like clear glass. And there was a bunch of babies um, laying in there and they were sleeping and they were sleeping on their side, but they were bundled in their little blankies and the blankies covered up half up to their head over their ears um, and you can kind of just see the tops of their heads kind of sticking out of the, the bundles, and they were laying on their sides. And there was several babies in that one long rectangular crib. And all the students were surrounded this crib. And what they were doing was um, they were taking a needle, like an injection needle, and they were injecting some kind of serum into the baby's heads. And it was kind of like they were, it was kind of like a, after birth abortion. See, when I walked in, I could tell that the babies were preterm, but they were alive and breathing, and they were um, they were just sleeping. It was like, you know, that they they were just resting, and um, and these people were injecting serums, and it was, you know, stopping the baby's heart, and um, and pretty much like a after birth abortion type thing. And there was a gentleman that was in there that was kind of like a spy. And he was just watching the students. It was almost like he was in there pretending to be a student, but he wasn't a student. He was trying to spy out and see what they were doing because um, he was going to report to whoever it was that had sent him there what was going on in this um, college university. And um, so he was acting as a student, and he was around them, you know, as they were injecting this serum into the baby's brains. And... um, So it came time where they kind of had this 
um, feeling that he wasn't part of them. And so as a trick, they had handed him the injection needle because they were all taking turns as students learning how to inject the serum into the baby's brain. And then it came down to them realizing that he wasn't part of it. And so as a test, they gave him the the, um, needle and told him to inject it into the baby's brain. And his hands, I could see his hands shaking like he didn't want to do it because he wasn't there for that. He was just there to investigate. And as he took the needle... Um, all of a sudden he was overcome with grief and he dropped to his knees and was kind of holding on to the sides of the crib as and the all the other students came rushing over to him and then I woke up from this dream and I was like Lord what is going on is this something that is happening right now Um, is is this something that's taking place where it was I had this feeling in my dream that it was like they're trying to study a new way of abortion that was more humane. So it was almost like they would birth these babies preterm, you know, induce the labors or whatever. They would be born, they were alive, and then they would do kind of like a lethal injection into the baby's heads is what I kind of sensed in my spirit when I was um, thinking about this dream. Um, Kind of like they were trying to find a more humane way to do abortion. And I was like, Lord, is this what, you know, is coming? Is this what's um, going on in the earth? And I, of course, tried to Google search to see if there was any, like, colleges trying to do stuff like this and trying to study abortions this way. And, of course, I couldn't find any. Um, But I talked to some of my mentors, and they were talking about, you know, how partial birth abortion is is a thing, you know, and um, or after birth abortions is something that they've discussed or um, are doing or whatever. And so, Um, I don't know if this is something particularly that necessarily will be coming, and uh, God was warning about that. Of course, I prayed about it, and I felt like, um, you know, I just wanted to pray for for the, you know, the the babies that would be, you know, aborted after birth, and I mean, even before birth, whatever, but but anyways, and I just kind of have sat on this dream for like three months, and I'm like, God, you know, this, this dream is really bothering me. Like, what is going on? What are you trying to say to me? And um, I really felt the Lord this weekend. He gave me the words. Um, he said, I'm bringing justice to the unborn. And of course, the first thing I think of the unborn, I thought about that dream that I had. And I'm thinking about, you know, when you hear about um, justice for the unborn, you're thinking about abortion, you know, but um, God was like, I want to actually do something bigger uh, with a wider perspective than what you're thinking as far as this is concerned. Um, he, and he's like, you know, the unborn is simply those that are not born. It's not necessarily the ones that are being aborted and things like that, but just the, the children that have not been born yet, the babies that have not come yet. And he's talking about, he was saying, I'm talking about future generations here, the ones not yet born. And I began to just kind of think about that and what are babies that are, you know, not born yet. You know, there's some that, you know, maybe are children in the womb. And I was thinking about that and how, you know, there may be um, an attack on that right now. I feel like there's an attack on the babies in the womb and, you know, the enemy coming in and trying to deceive mothers and fathers, making them believe that they have a choice and whether or not that baby should be born. When in fact, you know, we know the word says that that child is fearfully and wonderfully made and he's, and the child is made with a purpose. And I was thinking about the verse Jeremiah 1, 5. um, And I'm just going to kind of flip to that really quick. 
Um, but it says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. And I was thinking about how God was saying, um, I'm bringing justice to the unborn. And the unborn, you know, he, he knew you before you were even formed in your mother's womb. He knew each child before they're even formed. And so he has a purpose in the, he's appointed them as a prophet to the nations, right? That scripture says, I've appointed, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. And there's so many babies, um, number one, that have, you know, are being aborted, that had a, have a purpose in the kingdom of God. And God, you know, God doesn't make something on accident. He makes them on purpose. And he's making these children on purpose. And so there's an attack on that, obviously, um, with abortions. But I was even thinking about um, other ways, you know, that children are being hindered to, to come forth in, in this hour. And one being, you know, maybe mothers having a season of barrenness and how the enemy comes in and tries to bring barrenness into a woman. And, um, but, you know, God, I feel like God is saying, you know, that he is bringing justice and fruitfulness in this season and this time in Jesus name. So if you, you know, are a mother that has been dealing with barrenness, um, I feel like God is saying right now that this, this next season, he's bringing justice to your unborn. He's bringing justice into uh, your life where you have a promise and that promise has not come forth due to barrenness, um, particularly. And, um, and that God said he's bringing justice because he has a, he has a time and a place for that child to be born, a time and a season that that child, um, needs to come forth to be an impact in the earth because he, that child has a purpose. And I just want to speak that into you right now if you're dealing with that right now. Um, another way that I feel like the enemy has tried to attack the unborn is uh, and babies that are supposed to come forth is trying to spoil marriages. And so um, there are, you know, some couples that maybe have received promises that they're going to have a baby, um, but the enemies tried to bring uh, a divide in their marriage um, and an attack on their marriage. Um, and I'm just, you know, giving you the word this morning or this afternoon, wherever you are in the, in the world, um, to guard your hearts and push against the enemy and the attack of the enemy on your marriage, and that you are going to see a victory in your marriage as you recognize that the enemy is trying to do this, and you, um, and you will conceive that promise in the name of Jesus as you push together and join together in unity, knowing that God has given you a promise, and, uh, and that child is supposed to come forth in the name of of Jesus, and that child will come forth in the name of Jesus. Um, another attack on the unborn is uh, maybe mothers or fathers that have um, health issues that have made it difficult to conceive, that I feel like God is bringing justice to those people as well. Um, and a lot of this, you know, I mean, some of you guys know me and my husband and how we have a blended family and um, we don't share any children together. I had three children and Chad had one before we got together. And so we have our blended family with four children, but we don't have any share any children together. Um, but God has given us promises through different um, prophetic words of different pastors and uh, leaders in our lives and even ones that just don't even know our story or anything like that. Um, and so we are actually ones that are waiting on our miracle baby um, that God has promised us. 
and people would look at us in the natural and say, oh, you guys are getting kind of old to have kids, aren't you? <laughs> but um, but that's that's not the purpose. The purpose is that the child that God's promised us has been given, there's been a given a word even uh, that this child will be mighty for the kingdom of God, and it will be a miracle, and it will only be um, God's doing, and people are going to see that it's only by God's grace that that child has come forth, and there's a purpose for this child, and there's a time for this child to come forth. And so we're just holding on to that promise in Jesus' name. And um, and so I feel like there's others of you. And so I want to tell you, you know, I are we have been through the ringer on this particular subject. It's like the enemy has, has come throughout the almost 10 years that me and Chad have been married um, to try to take out our um, – belief that God's going to do what he said he's going to do and even attacking even my body physically in areas that I would need my children to uh, I would need my womb and different things like that to work properly to be able to bring forth this child and um, and I've received miracles um, in my life through the, the attacks that God has you know come back and um, and healed certain areas of my life that um, I would need to be able to conceive and different things like that too. So, um, so I know where you're at, if you have health issues that, um, make it difficult, uh, for you to conceive or even impossible for you to conceive. God is saying today that it is not impossible with God. It, what is, what is impossible with man is not impossible with God. And I'm speaking life into you today in Jesus name, that you will conceive the child that you have been promised in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter if if it looks like your womb is dead in the name of Jesus, I speak life into your womb today in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, that you bring the dead things to life in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Um, and so, obviously, if you're having issues um, with your health, um, that's causing these things to, to kind of be um, hindered in coming forth with this, these unborn um, then, of course, do your part in working towards getting healthy. Obviously, you, you do what you can do, and then you claim your healing, and God will meet you and do the rest, okay? And so um, I just want to pray over each and every one of you um, because I really feel like, God, this next generation that's coming, it's like, it's like the earth is groaning and waiting for these children to come forth, these unborn that, that the enemy's trying to stop from coming into the earth because these are the last, you know, the last days, and he needs Needs this generation of of the remnant arising in the name of Jesus because there is a purpose for these children um, to come forth um, and a purpose in in the earth for them to bring forth the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. And so, Lord, I just lift up each and every person um, that's under the sound of my voice today that everybody, God, that is dealing with injustices um, when it comes to the unborn, God, I pray, God, right now, healing over their lives, Lord, healing over their marriages, healing, Lord, in their minds, God, even people who feel like, you know, they've even contemplated um, abortions, God, I thank you, Lord, that you do not condemn them, Lord Jesus, but that you want to wrap your arms around them today and speak life into them, that they can be that mom or dad, that, that they're not, you know, necessarily too young to bring forth what you have put in their womb in the name of Jesus, and, um, and I just pray, God, Lord, that you break every attack of the enemy off of their mind and off of their homes in the mighty name of Jesus. And we just love you and we give you all the praise, God, in Jesus' name. Amen.